This Rhythm and News podcast is brought to you by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.seataxhops.com. Highline College will host their 13th annual Black and Male, uh, Black, Black and Brown Male Summit. And with me this morning to talk about the event is Loyola Jr., Associate Dean of Student Funding and Services at Highline College. Good morning, Loyal. Good morning, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing all right about yourself, brother. All right, I can't complain. Uh, Loyal, first of all, let's talk a little bit about the origin of the Black and Brown Male Summit. You know, why did you guys just start... Uh, decided to start it, and what is the overall objective of the program? Gotcha. Yeah, well, um, first of all, thank you all for having me on, on today. It's uh, always an honor and a privilege to just uh, promote black excellence, and this is uh, pretty much under that umbrella. Um, 2009, uh, when I started working on, at Highland College, uh, the, the director of outreach and engagement, Brother Rashad Norris, who's this year's keynote, him and a couple of our colleagues, Aaron Reeder, uh, used to work at Highline College, and uh, Natasha Burroughs. Um, they were down to a summit in Florida. I believe it was the like the college-bound, some type of three-day event where um, college students would come uh, stay in, uh, I think, hotel or dorms and have a, a variety of workshops, keynotes, and all that. And um, he came back energized. and was like, y'all, I just came from this, we just came from this amazing summit, and I got this idea. I'm going to put it together, and I'm going to pitch it to our leadership. And Rashad has, from that day forward, this has been becoming one of the one of the two largest events of the of the year for uh, for Highlight College, but really just for these uh, black and brown uh, young men and women. So we do the black and brown summit in the fall, and the ladies in the spring. Uh, but back to the male summit, uh, he was he was energized by the the attendees, the the keynote speakers, the workshops, and just the energy that was going on for that three-day weekend. So he, we came up with the idea to compress it. Into, <clears throat> and in the first year, uh, you know, uh, we only had about maybe 20 to 30 kids. But after that, it progressed and progressed, and now we're up to about 400-plus um, pre-pandemic, and uh, I'm hoping to exceed that number of this year. Right. Now, you mentioned that it's a one-day event. You guys have a pretty packed agenda uh, into, it almost seems like it's uh, just, you know, just quite a bit to pack in one day. Uh, but certainly, when you talk about something where you get uh, emotionally tied into it, the day goes quick and you come away energized. With that being said, you know, what are the, some of the highlights of this year's event as you see them? Um, I think this year, just you know, this is our, uh, will be year two where, um, we're back in person, but all the, you know, the COVID restrictions and guidelines have been removed. So I think they excitement is just um, being able to uh, to be to the, in this new normal 
right? Where we we're always looking forward to this event to be uh, very impactful, uh, very uh, and powerful. And the biggest thing is, uh, this is a free event, and we're feeding them not only physically, uh, mentally, emotionally. And this is an opportunity for for these young men to see men that look like them uh, versus the, the attendees, the workshoppers, and the keynote speakers, and an opportunity to tap into their reality. Um, oftentimes, I wish uh, our KB12 system would provide opportunities for students to really be themselves, fully have conversations about things outside of the textbooks. Um, I, I think the focus on uh, the focus on test scores and graduation rates is is hyper focused, and we're missing opportunities. Like for example, uh, rest in peace, young man of of the the, the Ingham student that was, you know, uh, unfortunately uh, died the other day. Now students got to go to school on Monday, and who really is going to have emotional uh, bandwidth to stay in class and really focus? And there's going to be resources for that one day for the week. Um, oftentimes, you have tragedies, and as adults, you got to show up to work. And then when it impacts the school, when it impacts schools the way it does, um, students are just return return to class like it's, like nothing's ever happened. And uh, what resources there for them? Because I know uh, PTSD is real. And often two times in our community, uh, we know gun on the list, but most importantly, these kids are going on, have a lot going on in their lives, and who, who are they talking to um, outside of the schools, even within the schools? Right. Now, you, you spoke a little bit earlier about Rashad Norris, uh, about who he is, mm-hmm. um, but in terms of him having a keynote address, you know, what is about him uh, that makes uh, his presentation so special uh, and people? Uh, that people would want to make the time to come and see mm-hmm. and hear him. Uh, well, uh, Brother Rashad, he's known in the community. Um, like I said, at Wildlife Highline, he was our uh, director of community outreach and engagement, and he truly, he truly uh, made a difference when it comes to recruitment versus engagement. And he took the he took the uh, term engagement and uh, and really and really lives it. Um, he, he, he had opportunity to go out to these schools. He had his group of uh, young men he would meet with at various high schools uh, and, uh, around, the, around the county, and, and it really attached to him because oftentimes schools, they don't, they don't see men or women that look like them. And uh, even for myself, when I would go and I, I, I go and speak to schools as well, it's, it's that same energy. They see me and, they, and, and, and the light bulb goes off. Um, a lot of these individual students don't have a black teacher or someone in front of them with a microphone until they come to a summer like this. Uh, some of these kids don't eat breakfast, so when we feed them breakfast and lunch for free, this is uh, some of the meals they only get for the day. But uh, but the Rashad is just one of those one of those brothers that keeps it 100. He keeps he's gonna give it to you the real raw, uncut, and uh, it comes from a place of love. Right. And loyal. Uh, do people need to be students uh, at the college? or at the college level in order to participate in this event? No, they could be high school students and college. I know when we first started the summit, we had some, a um, couple of years, I think we had uh, middle schoolers, then we tried to um, have it just eighth graders, and then the committee just made a decision to focus on high schoolers because some of the content, um, some of the content and the emotions is the day, um, some of our, uh, we felt that some of our younger students, uh, um, We'll be able to stay locked in throughout the entire day. So we chose to focus on high school and uh, college uh, male identified students with the content focused around uh, black and brown males. 
Right. And speaking of of, of content, uh, loyal. Uh, we're talking to our listening audience, and I'm sure the demographics are going to be skewed a little higher um, with who we're reaching this morning. So you're, you know, as we're talking to uh, parents and cousins and aunts and uncles and grandparents, uh, mm-hmm. in some cases, you know, uh, what is it about this program um, that, um, what is it about this program uh, that you feel that people should really uh, encourage their young men uh, to get down there mm-hmm. and to attend this event. Uh, to the families listening, uh, this this summit changes lives. Um, not only do we have, not only are we feeding our youth. Uh, it's a chaperone session, as you would say. So we would have uh, in the beginning, you know, we'd have the chaperones would kind of be in the same building as the students, and we felt that you know, oftentimes in schools. Students aren't uh, fully ready to speak up or speak out or speak their truth when uh, adults or, you know, staff is around, right? So we decided to keep all the students uh, in one building, our main student union building, and we started having a presentations for the chaperones or whatnot. And the chaperones are parents, school administrators, um, community organizers that attend, um, and they also have a little bit of a... Uh, you know, they, they get, we, we stream the keynote speaker for them, and then we have a guest speaker for them or a community member that can um, hold space for them and talk to have conversations. So it's a day of um, untraditional uh, learning, uh, empowerment, um, an opportunity for them to share uh, what's going on with their lives, those who do, um, and, and we bring in nas- nationwide um Nationwide and local keynote speakers. We've had Dr. John Carlos as one of our first keynote speakers. We've had Kevin Powell, uh, Brother David Banner, um, our very own faculty members, Dr. Dale Bryce. So we reach out to our local and national, and we find national um, presenters that can come and do uh, keynote speaking and uh, workshops. But again, it's free um, and it's life changing. Right. Uh, I in this community. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I was at the Renton um, Expo for the black college tour, I mean, black college um, fair. And a couple of young men was like, you do black and brown, right? I'm like, yeah. So we chopped, for, chopped it up for about three or four minutes, and I'm like, y'all coming back, right? Like, yeah, I was like, well, bring your friends with you. And so it's just an opportunity to really uh, connect with our, uh, our young men of color in the community. Right. Uh, Loyal, before I let you go, two things. The first thing is, uh, mm-hmm. is registration required? And if so, how can people register for the event and also give out the time, date, and location once again? Yes, yes. Registration is available and is required. Uh, you sign up uh, online at uh, edu, and that's uh, registration for the summit, and there's a chaperone registration, so you can register there. Uh, the event is, and registration is going to close on Monday, uh, November 14th at 5 p.m., and uh, the event is held on Saturday, November 19th, at Highline College in our student union building, and uh, it's from uh, 8.30 to 2.30. And every year we try to do something different with our uh, agenda, and this year we're having a resource fair. So we reach out to folks in the community, uh, and we're going to have our um, our present as well to provide some resources for Highline, but we also want to have some resources for the community. Uh, so that's another opportunity for folks to, um, to table uh, community resources. All right, and just to, for clarification, uh, that uh, that web address was 
uh, B and B Summit. Is that correct? Like Black and Brown Summit. So B and B Summit. Yep. yep, correct. At high, I mean at dot uh, highline dot edu. Okay, B and B Summit dot highline dot edu. All right. Well, loyal, I want to correct. thank you for joining us on on today's show, uh, and to you and your colleagues for putting on this fantastic event. That, like like you said, that is life changing. Yeah, thanks for having me.